the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's calling, wake up, child. It's your turn to shine. You were born for such a time as this. Such a time as this. People will come for miles and watch you burn. He also said, my fear is that our people will become content to live without the fire, live without the power, live without the excitement, live without the supernatural element that makes us great. Isn't that so true? You go into some churches, and I don't want to put down church, but where's the fire? Where's the excitement? Where's the power? We should come to church with the spirit of expecting God to move. Lord, what are you going to do today? What are you going to say today? What's worship going to be like? What's John going to say? Thank you for joining us here at Westside Christian Fellowship, located in Leona Valley, California, one hour north of Los Angeles. Today on Regaining Lost Ground, we hear part one of this spirit-filled message from Pastor Shane titled, Someone Must Light the Fire. Revivalist preacher Charles Finney once said, Revival begins in the individual's heart. Let it begin with you on your face alone before God. Turn from every sin that might hinder. Renew yourself to a new devotion to the Savior. Today, Pastor Shane cuts to the heart of the matter for a Christian, pleading that if we as the body of Christ are ever going to see revival in our lifetime, then we must get desperate for God. Our walk must convey to the world that there is no hope but through Christ alone. You can hear the whole message at Pastor Shane's YouTube and Rumble channels. Make sure to subscribe today. For more information, visit us online at westsidechristianfellowship.org. We also encourage you to hear more truth from Pastor Shane with the Idleman Unplugged weekly podcast. And now, from Westside Christian Fellowship in Leona Valley, California, here's Pastor Shane Eidelman. Someone must light the fire. <laughs> Let that sink in. Someone must light the fire. And I had a lot of different directions to take this. Uh, I had one approach was to go through the Bible in different cases of of God using people. And it's crystal clear throughout Scripture that when God touches a person, He uses that person. And somebody has to light that fire. Somebody has to be given the passion and the desire for more of God. And then once you receive that, once you, you're on fire, others will, will feel the heat of that. And I thought of even this morning, our kids, dads, are waiting for you to get on fire for the Lord. And this is something you can't make up. Uh, you can't play games with it. You can't um, fake it till you make it. That might work in business or Hollywood or sports, but in God's kingdom, it doesn't, it doesn't make it. It's got to be real. It's got to be genuine. And our, our families and, and kids, young adults, did you know that they're looking for authenticity? 
They, they want what is real, what is true. And when they see it lived out, it's contagious. And as I shared before, when, once the, the father catches that fire, more than likely, the family will as well. But I also want to encourage you, although this is the topic, although we're praying for that, sometimes receiving the fire of God is, it's a process. It's a seeking God until sometimes you don't feel like it. it it's, it's, it's travail. It's not giving up. You know how many people say, you know what, forget it. I've tried that all night prayer meeting, right? I came to church for a while. I, I went to the prayer room and nothing happened. I've heard that and it breaks my heart. I, I went in the prayer room. I tried that. I tried that. Well, you don't try God out. You keep pressing and you keep, you keep surrendering. You keep seeking. If you seek me with all of your heart. And I don't understand God's sovereignty. Sometimes he will answer by fire. Sometimes he will grant that request fairly soon. And just, I don't want to belabor the point because I've talked about it a lot, but there are some scriptures that I think are important to put up there. And the first one is from First Kings. First Kings, it's when Elijah approached all the people. Remember when he was standing on, on Mount Carmel? And he said, how long will you hesitate? Another translation says, how long will you waver? Another version says, how long will you falter between two opinions? If God be God, follow him. But if Baal is your God, then follow him. Choose. Joshua go on and say, choose this day whom ye will serve. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And so we see here, even a call back then, how long will you waver between two opinions? And I thought of a great analogy. I actually saw it on uh, a, a, recently, a couple days ago. I, I texted Ray, one of our ushers, and asked if we could get the big 14-foot tall ladders. And I wanted to put them together. It was just too much work. So, And I was going to straddle, right? Climb up a couple feet and straddle both of them. I, I, have to, I have to let go of one to get to the other. How long will you waver? If I want to go up this ladder, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta let go of this one. And it was such a great picture of, you know, how long will you falter between two opinions? And if God is God, if God is truly the God of the Bible, God that saved you, set you free, the power of the Spirit, if that is the God, then let go of the things of the world and follow Him. And it takes time. It takes time to press in. And, and if you don't get what you want tonight, whatever that means, you don't go home defeated. You keep pressing in and pressing in and pressing in. Has anyone ever heard of Paul Washer? Well, you think I'm hardcore. You should listen to him. I want to read something. A friend of mine, Greg uh, Gordon, with Sermon Index. He just texted me actually a few minutes ago. This is from Paul Washer. Paul Washer. Look him up on YouTube tonight. As a young man in the ministry, I was privileged of being around a lot of very, very godly men, old godly men. And they would talk to me about the power of God. Yet, I didn't experience it. 
They would even talk to me about the presence of God. And one day I decided enough is enough. I will seek him until I find him or until I die. I asked one thing, Lord, you said, if I seek you, I will find you. And you said, you would reveal yourself to me. You would let yourself be found by me if I seek you. And remember, that word doesn't mean you find right away. Some, there, it's a process. Often the longer the journey, the greater the reward. Have you ever reached a goal that is hard? And you're, 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 once you get it, there's more excitement than if you would have received it that day. He said night after night, for months, two or three hours a night, day after day, I would say this. And then one day, I felt like the Lord wanted me to just go out to West Texas in the hill country. I know somebody thinking of moving there. And I walked on top of those hills for three days like a wild man. I was picking up rocks and throwing them at God, literally. I was screaming, God, I must know you. You must come. I can't live like this anymore. I can't just live like this and read books that talk about you. I need to experience you. I can't just hear about revival. I want revival. And nothing happened. Another, another several weeks passed. And one night, God came down into my heart. I was thrown down on the ground. And I didn't know how long, covering my head, thinking God's going to come to kill me. D.L. Moody felt the same way. See, the presence of God is, is, is not for the faint of heart. The presence of God came down and revealed my sin, revealed my need, and His glory and His power re were revealed. And then all of a sudden, every bit of fear was taken away, and I was filled with such joy, and my mouth shut open. I am no longer afraid. Verse after verse from the Psalms, everywhere, everywhere praising God. And I can tell you it's been over 20 years in the presence of Christ is more real to me in this room than any one of you. Hal Harris in 1749, 1749, preached in Scotland with men like Daniel Rollins, Griffin Jones, and, and the great Scottish revivals. He said, the Lord came overpowering me with love like a mighty torrent that I could not withstand or reason against or doubt any longer. May 1749. And it's such a profound topic. It's such a controversial topic. And you'll note, you'll find that many conservatives don't like this topic. Those who are concerned with emotionalism, right? Now, emotionalism is not good for the sake of emotionalism. We can get emotional and that do nothing. It can be actually kind of dangerous because we're allowing our emotions to, to control us. But when the living God, the living God touches you, there are no emotions to even explain that. It's, it's real. It's genuine. And so that was my hope tonight that many of you just keep pressing in. Keep pressing in. Whatever it takes. 
I would even say, hey, I've got, I'm going to be at the, at the prayer meetings in the morning here at church or the early morning worship. Even I'm going to, I'm going to drag myself out of bed and I'm, I'm going to come and I'm going to seek or in, or, or, or in the comfort of your own home. You get up and you begin to seek God like never before. And another verse that I've shared before, I indeed baptize you with water, Matthew 3.11. So John the Baptist is saying, I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance. So the people were going to John the Baptist. He was baptizing them in the Jordan River. And they were repenting. That's why he called out the Pharisees. And he said, you brood of vipers. Who warned you to flee from the wrath that is to come? Therefore, bear fruits worthy of repentance. And don't say to me that you are Abraham's children, for God is able to take this this axe and and knock down this tree to the very root. In other words, uproot who you are and and show you your heart. But he said, "I'm, I'm not even worthy to take off this man's sandals. He is coming after me, and he is mightier than I. I mean, just just comprehend this for a minute. He said, he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit, and they go together. If you have no fire, no passion, no desire... You have to, you have to ask your Lord, why? Is there a quenching and a grieving that's going on in the, in the spirit in your life? And there's so many little things even that can, can kind of stop up that well, so to speak. Because the Holy Spirit is, 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 is the water, right? It's, it's refreshing, the anointing, the well. Out of your belly will flow rivers. And you can even look that up. It's a, it's like a torrent. It's a, these rivers of living water that can't be stopped. So, like I said before, where are these rivers of living water? They are dammed up. They are dammed up. And I, I wish, I mean, there's tons of examples. I, I've even real, I read some of the, the kind of silly examples. This lady, I remember, under D.L. Moody's ministry was pressing in, pressing in, and, and I can't, I, I want that, but I can't seem to receive it. I don't know what's wrong. And God did begin to show her that it was something so little, I guess in her mind, as the way she dressed. She was concerned about her looks and her dress and the uppityness, right? The, how do I appear to others? And that was a big block. Other blocks, of course, can be a critical heart. Anybody struggle with it? Don't raise your hand, but anybody struggle with a critical heart? You're just, you're just negative. You, people look at you and they, they can tell you're just, you're just not nice. Sad Susie. Critical Carrie. Carrie's not here. Oh, you are here. Sorry. (laughs) Debbie Downer. Mad Melissa. And that will definitely prevent the living water. Is there a Melissa here? Okay. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I need some Mel's. I need (laughs) judgmental Jerry, critical Ken, negative, negative Neil, angry. Yep. We can see, we could just keep going. 
even though we, we, it's, it is kind of funny, but that will prevent the rivers of living water. You think God's gonna, the power of God's Spirit's gonna flow through you and, 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 and pray for people and just have the joy of the Lord with that in blocking? And we see there's so much to, that we must repent of, but, but excuses get in the way. And that's why, even though I don't agree with everything in any, any denomination, right? That's why the, if you heard of a four square denomination, right? That's one of their, their squares is Jesus is baptizer in the Holy Spirit. The, the other one's a soon coming king and things like that, but that's, that's one of the, and that's a, that's a, a solid doctrine. He's the baptizer of the Holy Spirit. And it gets, it gets people, it's, I don't know why it's such a controversial topic. I mean, you hear, uh, conservative Bible teachers talk about it. It's like, oh, it's almost like, I don't want to touch that topic. I've seen YouTube videos. Well, so have I, but what does the Bible say? Jesus is going to baptize believers, unless you disagree with this. Well, that's not for today. Really? No, it's always for today. So just reading it, again, you look at the verb tenses, you look at the sentence structure. He will baptize believers with the Holy Spirit and fire. Amen. How much of that fire, though, is up to you? How much of that fire is up to you? And then I love Jeremiah 20. He was so, he was told God, I'm not going to preach anymore. I've been there. I'm done, Lord. This is ridiculous. I will not even make mention of you anymore. But, but, but his word was in my heart like a burning fire. It was shut up in my bones. I was weary of holding it back and I could not. In other words, he's tired trying to hold it back. That, that is tiring. Women who've had babies, you can't hold it back too long. Right? It's tiring holding back what God wants to do. And he said, it, it, this, it was in my heart like a burning fire. I could no longer hold it back. A man by the name of Malcolm Gladwell said this, look at the world around you. It may seem immovable. It is not. With the slightest push in just the right place, it can be tipped. You can make a difference. God still looks for men and women to light the fire and fan the flames of revival. But there's got to be a desperation. And what it is, is desperation and it's continual seeking. Think about that. Think of how many people, ah, oh, that's what I want. That's what I need. I'm going to, I'm going to desperately seek God. And then by next week, they're going to forget it. Forget it. It's not, it's not what I thought it would be. It's not God. You're not answering. We, we begin to blame God. And it's all about timing with God. Keep seeking me. Keep pressing in. John Wesley said, light yourself on fire with passion and people will come for miles and watch you burn. 
He also said, my fear is that our people will become content to live without the fire, live without the power, live without the excitement, live without the supernatural element that makes us great. Isn't that so true? You go into some churches, and I don't want to put down church, but where's the fire? Where's the excitement? Where's the power? We should come to church with the spirit of expecting God to move. Lord, what are you going to do today? What are you going to say today? What's worship going to be like? What are the, what's John going to say? I wonder that myself. What's the message? What, Lord, what are you going to do? Expecting God to move the fire, the supernatural element that makes Christianity so great. Because you can't put God in a box. And I feel for those gatherings and churches that, that, that do a song. I've, I've, I've been there and, and, and you've got the song, it's four minutes. And then you've got the announcements are seven minutes and two seconds and play this clip. And then these three songs are this, this, this. And then you go up to you and you have 32 minutes. If you could stop around 30, that'd be great. And then we've got this song and we're, and then we're out of here. Well, that's about all you're going to get. D. Martin Lloyd-Jones said, preaching is theology coming from a man on fire for God. I think we have that quote up there as well. I love what Ian Bounds said. It is only when the whole heart is gripped with the passion of prayer that the life-giving fire descends. Think about that. It's only when the whole heart is gripped with the passion of prayer, that the life-giving fire descends. For none but the earnest man get access gets access to the ear of God. The whole heart is gripped. The whole heart is gripped. If you search for me with all of your heart, you will find me. I'm sorry, I might have the, the slides out of order. I moved some things around. But we must be willing to pay the price. Death to self, crucifixion to the world, and the travail of your own soul. Again, Ian Bounds. Breakthroughs always come with a cost. It always costs someone something. And when God commands you to do something, never delegate it to someone else. Oh, in, in my house, that's my wife's job. Let her, let her teach the kids. Let, let the kids feel the fire of the spouse. Let her go to the Bible study and the prayer meeting. Never delegate what God wants you to do to someone else. Many want the recognition, but not the brokenness. The honor, but not the humility. And the limelight, but not the loneliness. I also love Hebrews 6, but without faith, it's impossible to please him for he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Are you catching all these words? Diligently, diligently. This was life transforming for me years ago when I realized, oh, whole heart, when you search for me with your whole heart. When you love me with your whole heart, your whole mind, your whole understanding, your whole strength, he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Diligence, diligence, doing the same thing, but not necessarily seeing the results just yet. Pressing in. 
And so what I wanted to do is kind of whet your appetite a little bit for the things of the Spirit. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. It's one of the books I told you about. He found the secret. They found the secret. He's calling, wake up, child. It's your turn to shine. You born was to town as this. He's calling, wake up, child. It's your turn to shine. You born for such a time as this. Such a time. You've been listening to Regaining Lost Ground with Pastor Shane Eidelman. You can find more information at westsidetreesoffellowship.org. That's westsidechristianfellowship.org. And for all the latest on what God is doing with His ministry here, please be sure to follow us on most social media platforms. Westside Christian Fellowship is located 60 miles north of Los Angeles in Leona Valley, California. Thank you again for listening to today's message of Regaining Lost Ground, where we are reminded daily, times change, truth does not. Regaining Lost Ground is sponsored by the generous supporters of the ministries of Westside Christian Fellowship. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.